0: It's March the 22nd, 2012. This is Five Way to Show About Worcester. Today on the show, we have the man the Telegram say called Worcester's most traveled, most jailed, and most notorious political radical since Abby Hoffman, Scott Shaver-Duffy. Hi, Scott. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan Milliken. How are you? Thanks Great. for having me back. It's been a while. Hey, it has been a while. And I am Michael Benedetti. And today on the show, we're going to talk about running. We're going to talk about streets. We're going to talk about rectangular fields. We're probably going to talk about the Worcester police got a it going it's going great it's going great uh, so you're on the show because we're gonna talk to you not really well, maybe about politics later we're gonna talk about running though you've been a passionate runner for like three years now yeah a little more than three years and I can't imagine anybody being more excited about running or more running doing more running than you've been doing in these last three years
2: well as Oscar Wilde says nothing succeeds like
0: excess there you go <laughs> <laughs> what is your and you're and you're now a, like a race promoter
2: I'm the race director for a race that the the uh, uh, Worcester Educational Resources Development Foundation is putting on with the uh, with Central Mass Striders the Foley 5K. Okay. What is this race? Uh, it's a race, uh, first one ever put on by the public schools, it's a 5K at Foley Stadium, starting and ending there on uh, Chandler Street, and it was uh, dreamed up because the uh, the budget for all 55 Worcester public schools, elementary, middle, and high schools for physical education, equipment playground equipment is almost non-existent Mm. and uh, so the thought was if uh, we could find a good sponsor and good works insurance came forward with a pretty good chunk of money seed money to get it going as a main sponsor and said you know we could build this into one of the major races in worcester and add it into the calendar and with the help of central mass striders to make it a professional race everybody on the committee but jack gulski who's from central mass striders me and al halper who's the uh, cross-country coach at uh Worcester, uh, Worcester State, everybody else is a non-runner. So it's kind of oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. We're we're like we're, we're talking different languages. They're talking about corporate sponsors and everything. We're talking about water stops and <laughs> <elevation> <laughs> change. Yeah, and how what kind of shirt the runners like? <laughs> <laughs> Why a tech shirt is better than a cotton shirt? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, cotton kills. We can get a really cheap cotton shirt. I says that would be the death of your race. You people know, hate those. And uh, but anyway, it's uh, it it's become a good mix, and it's introduced me to some really interesting old school kind of Worcester people. Hmm who have been really quite nice. When is this race going to happen? On May 6th. Okay. And uh, it has one nice feature, which uh, we developed, is it's going to end in the stadium. It's going to go underneath the stadium. The South High Band is going to play Eye of the Tiger. Yeah! (laughs) Rocky and the Olympic theme while people circle the track. (laughs) You're going to tell me that the the
1: City of Worcester may have actually figured out how to put on a show.
2: Well, it was a combination (laughs) event. I mean, we talked about this and that, and then we thought about... Wouldn't this be cooler? Wouldn't this be cooler? Now there's the idea of being kicked around, there's a new uh, Worcester soccer team, oh, okay. Worcester Hydra. They, some of them may run it. Some of them may be in their uniforms. We're going to get some of them to combine with cheerleaders to make like a, like a gauntlet that people go through when they're coming in. <laughs> Very nice. You know, and uh, it just is going to be a lot of fun. So so this is so people should Google Foley five K to find out. Yeah, about Foley Five K Road case, Road Run uh, oh, okay. And it's all on the how you sign in and everything and, and it's, it's and
0: this so this is a fundraiser, so this has cost a little bit of money to enter and the money goes students, to students
2: it's fifteen bucks. Anyone okay. else it's twenty bucks. If you sign up late it's twenty five. Tell so me about tell me about the shirt. Well the shirt has got a we had an original design. That nobody liked it had these animals on it we weren't sure what they were jack jack thought they were rats somebody <laughs> thought they were road runners and we said what's the significance we really didn't like it so we kicked it around and then kathleen finnegan really got a great design it's a good design it's it shows children uh and adults running in silhouette with fully 5k
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's been kind of nice uh, uh so uh,
0: uh so you're telling me people people who are into running are going to want to do this. the
2: shirt will look nice yeah the shirt's going to be nice it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tech shirt, and we decided to have it as a, a green and a pretty bright color mm-hmm. because the shirts from the Canal Diggers race last year, they were terrific. People wore them all winter mm-hmm. because they were bright enough that you could wear them in, you know, night running and whatever, sure. and they were really good synthetic shirts. And we said, hey, we want this to be that kind of shirt, a nice shirt. And uh, so they're hoping to make it an annual race. It has one stiff hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we've gotten some nice uh, uh, feedback, like the gym teachers. A number of the gym teachers in different schools say they're going to run. Mm. Oh, hey, so this is the, and, kind of the gym teacher challenge. Who yeah, some of the teachers. I guess the Doherty cross-country team, South, uh, University Park. Are you, North. Coach, are you coaching cross-country? I'm coaching. I coached last season. I'm going to coach this season at South, yes.
0: So is there also a rivalry amongst the cross-country coaches?
2: Um, some of the coaches, there's a really good kind of, uh, I guess... Those of us that didn't have winning seasons are all are really t- unified yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and quite congenial. Yes. The ones that vied for the championship are a little bit more competitive. Yeah, do you understand what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think it's a pretty good spirit as, as a rule of thumb. And uh, some of us that have just begun, we'll be mixing it up as we go.
0: I want to see some school committee people running. I want to see – that's the challenge I want to see.
2: Well, you know, you do see uh, – uh, I mean, Dan Rushton is uh, – uh, one of the Russians, is coach at Doherty, and his mm. brother runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I used to see, uh, did I see Tim Murray running? I'm not sure if I ever saw Tim He used to Murray do a run. lot of five, those 5Ks, five yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Well, like, they used to do them up at, um.
1: It was it Castle? Uh, yeah, one, yeah, one of the parks that they used to have run them out of down Main South. There. Well, you know,
2: every once in a while I hear somebody runs, it surprises me. Like, I heard the old president of Holy Cross used to run marathons. Really?
1: Huh.
2: You know, uh, I'm like, whoa, it just kind yeah. of surprises yeah. me. So you never know.
0: I want to ask you about marathons. We have a marathon. The first marathon in Worcester is coming up, right? It is.
2: And wow, it's going to be, uh, uh, apparently more people have signed up for it. That's uh, the first uh, Sunday in June. Yes. And uh, we've had two half marathons. Right. And there's going to be a half marathon again with the marathon. And uh, uh, Scott Stevens, a central mass rider, has uh, designed the course for the half marathon and for the marathon. And I biked it shortly after he designed it. And I had difficulty biking huh. that course. Where and, does it go? Well, uh, since then, I've run most of the course. Yeah. And I've gotten built up my miles because I'm building towards the Boston Marathon, so I, it's a little less daunting. But it's pretty hard. It goes uh, follows the half-marathon course over uh, uh, Bancroft Tower Hill, mm-hmm. down onto Salisbury Street. But then the half-marathon will go left on Salisbury.
0: Okay.
2: And the marathon runners, because they're running together, mm-hmm. will go right, and they'll go uh, up. Uh, to Indian Lake. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go up and up and up into Holden. Mm-hmm. All the way to the TNG Tower, if anybody knows where that yeah. is. It's way up. <laughs> yeah. And then they got to go up and down some more hills to Main Street uh, Holden. And then back into Bailey Road. And Bailey Road has four or five good-sized hills. Absolutely. And down Olean Street, all the way back to Temple Emanuel.
1: Oh, you're going to kill my commute.
2: And then back on to... Uh, 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 back down Chandler Street and following the, uh, the half marathon course. By the time they get to, uh, to Franklin Street, which is three miles from the end, that hill is going to be the heartbreak hill of that course. It'll be mm-hmm. about 22 miles, and people will be will see who's got anything left.
0: <laughs> I, knew you, I know you're training to uh, run the Boston Marathon uh, in
2: April. Are you going to run the, uh, the Worcester Marathon? Well, this is a big question. I've never run any marathon before. And uh, I haven't signed up for the half or the whole because I'm hedging my bets. Mm. I'm waiting to see what it's like in Boston. I mean, they say you can recover in that much time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just a little worried. There are a lot of 5Ks that I, I want to do all summer. And the marathons, have they've, they've mm. actually slowed my 5K t- dimes down a little. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I don't, I don't know. But mm. it is the inaugural one. How it's, many How
1: many people are they expecting?
2: Well, they, I think they're expecting over a thousand. No that will run it. And, I, you uh,
1: know, Mike. I've said Mike knows this, but I, I'm morally opposed to running unless I'm being chased. But yeah. uh, <laughs> But I live on Olean Street, and if you, you talk to the organizers at all, and they're looking for water stations, I'd be more than happy to offer up my front yard as a as a water oh, station yeah. on Olean. We'll I
2: mean, we'll get to you. Believe me, that that's the kind of thing. But, you know, the Boston Marathon, which I've never run, I'm I'm doing the rehearsal run for it Sunday, and about ten thousand people run this rehearsal run. It's twenty one miles on the course. But the Boston Marathon, the whole course is lined with people. Right. And there are water stops all over the place. This marathon, I mean, even the half marathon, there were last year, maybe it's early in the morning, there are three, 400 people along the route. You, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But a marathon... With, with three, four, five hundred people. I mean, a lot of this is going to be solitary. You're going to be out yeah. in the woods on Olean Street mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, past the reservoir. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be pretty ch- challenging, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't have the crowd problem, which you have in Boston, I'm you're number right. twenty-three thousand eight hundred, by the way, in Boston. I can <laughs> turn right around and you. see the people in the back. There's this,
0: there's, there's this whole strategy running Boston, right? About how do you deal with the fact that you're surrounded by people for the first however many mm. miles?
2: Oh, oh yeah. They, I mean, I'm, I mean, they say that a good walker can can beat the clip for the first <laughs> two, three miles easily. It's so it's so incredibly yeah. crowded. Worcester won't have that problem. Worcester will even if two thousand people will will thin out within half a mile. So that's mm-hmm. great. Anybody that wants to run a marathon. Great opportunity to run an inaugural one in a town like this, but it's not flat. You know, people should know yeah. they're not. They're not. You know, the, the Las Vegas Marathon, which is no people. People run that one all the time because yes. it's the it's the one you can get a qualifying time on. It's the yeah. easiest one in the country. A friend of mine from Virginia, flew there to fly it, <laughs> to run it, so that he could qualify Is this for Boston. easier than
0: the Bay State Marathon? It's super easy. That's the only marathon I ran in the Bay State. That was an easy, I mean, that was flat as I
2: think the Las Vegas one is Iowa. like two feet away from what they would qualify as too too much of an elevation drop to qualify as a marathon. It's so <laughs> too little of an elevation. Slow, too li- well, it, 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 it it's it. A, it's downhill, Oh. but it can't be more than a certain <laughs> amount, but it, it's technically more downhill than up. <laughs> so you, you could know.
0: potentially like coast this marathon. I don't know about coasting I'm right. Well, we gotta, we gotta, no, we gotta talk. We gotta talk about yeah. politics because this show can't be interesting the whole show. Um, <laughs> sun, so sun, <laughs> sunlight, sunshine week. Um, you know, we had uh, this show. We had a whole show. two whole shows about sunshine week about how, working on government transparency in Worcester. Um, out of those conversations came four uh, petitions that were put in front of the city council. One of the petitions, which was basically about that the state should take better steps as far as transparency. Passed some legislation along those lines. The, the council just passed a resolution saying, "Sure." One of those things was for the city to have a policy about what is the deal with government records, which are social media like Twitter updates and Facebook posts and things like that. What what kind what is what goes on as far as record keeping on those? Um, actually, a couple of days after the meeting, the city put out a policy. I mean, it was a policy they've been working on for a while. It wasn't like somebody was like, "Oh my goodness, somebody put a petition to the city council. Hurry, make a policy." Um then there was a couple other ones one was about video archiving, and one was about trying blank what was the fourth one about? The fourth one was about um oh having a having a point person to deal with records requests. Ah, An
1: ombudsman I'm, I'm
0: so this is gonna go, this all this all is gonna go in front of the city council rules uh committee uh presumably in a few weeks, and so we will be um probably putting in more feedback about the social media policy, as well as pushing the two that didn't get any action on them, and this show will certainly let you know what's going on with that. Do you have any comments on this? No. All right. Good work on the,
1: on, on the actual presentation. There you
0: go. Hey, it went well. Uh, we need lifeguards for the parks in Worcester. People should Google that and sign up to, to be a lifeguard for the park this summer. We had a bunch of people from this program, uh, involved with this program, were on the front page of the Telegram and Gazette this week. Uh, Nicole Postle was on the front page of the local section like in this sort of dramatic gesture like shelving a book at this new free do you know, you know this free new free bookshop at Union Station? You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, then, and then the other day there was a photo on the front page of Tracy Novick in, a, in a, some sort of nice yellow outfit, looking very angry, standing amongst boxes
1: of meat. A giant case of meat in her arms. <laughs> is that because of the pink slime? That's because race? of the pink slime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: She's, a, she's an opponent of the pink slime.
1: You know, did you notice, the, the thing that stood out in that story, uh, is the pink slime thing's been going around for a while. The price uh, that we get, for it's a 40 pound box of ground beef from uh, the government, it, I think it's two seventy seven, is what we pay, not oh. per pound, for the box is the way it read. It's like an insane price that we get for it for the discounted, uh, yeah. Because there, there's, I think the target is what? It's like three dollars per meal that, they, that the that the the federal government uh-huh. allocates, and the prices they get for subsidized food are just absolutely. So they, absurd. Could, they could
0: feed a child thirty dollar thirty pounds of meat at that three dollars. Well,
2: well I, mean, I think they mix it up and it's gonna last. But just... well, the odd odd thing to be, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian mm-hmm. for like thirty something years, and I worked in restaurants with with the uh, prime rib and so sure, on. Yeah. I understand the big better cuts of meat or whatever, but it still mystifies me a little how people can get upset that there's different kinds of meat in their meat. <laughs> yeah. You know, they say oh, it's, it's horse or it's dog in some cultures or it's chicken instead of this sure. or whatever. And it's like, it's meat. Right, <laughs> You're still getting this. The pink slime is meat. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just not the meat, you know, you the, they, they wanted right. it to be meat. Right. So it's like it's if they were putting in sawdust. I could understand the up and arms, but it's still meat. You are carnivores. Right out of the gate, uh, they weren't
1: grinding it uh, because it was the highest quality cut that they had available. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Post-consumer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: they haven't gone to that point yet. Um,
0: there's a parent expo March 31st from 9 to noon at Tilton Hall at Clark. This is a thing. Uh, where they will people you can find out about activities and support services for your kids so that's March 31st at Tilton Hall at Clark you can go down this sort of a trade show thing I guess there's a bookmobile in Worcester now we may say about the bookmobile I haven't yeah. seen it up there supposedly there's a bookmobile I don't know this is another thing which like our friends who are involved with the library have been involved with I think it's pretty cool it's awesome George Russell City Councilor George Russell honestly in the offing to be my new Gary Harrison my new heartthrob on the city council also the only city councilor with Facial hair. George Russell uh, has asked for the city to make the links to the city's checkbook, and also I don't know whether it's to post this or just to make a link to it. The list of the wages that people earn. He mm-hmm. wants this to be more prominent. Sure. Definitely a sunshine week initiative from Mr. Russell. He because the
1: only place you can <laughs> easily find that data outside of the you know the the evergreen story that um, you know the telegram or Worcester magazine will run is. Going to the herald archives they used to keep up an open roster of Mm. uh, public employees that included worcester municipal employees but it was poorly organized uh, because it was broken down just by city Uh, and i don't think they've updated it since 2000 the calendar the fiscal year for 2006 i think is the last one they have Mm -hmm. there's a lot of both new hires but people also have come off the rosters and we've seen quite a few high level contract renegotiations since then
0: There you go. Well, and uh, this weekend, there is an anniversary party for Distant Castle. I'm going to be at a thing at Forbes Street that day, so I won't be able to go, but that is something people could go to. The Veg Fest is coming up. Have we talked about the VegFest in the show? We always talk about the VegFest so much. I always feel like we've already talked about it, because we talked about it so much. I haven't been, in been on in a couple year. weeks, so you have, don't even know. I have no idea. We haven't even had a show in a couple of weeks. <laughs> April 15th, Worcester Technical High School. The, the stars of the show are going to be these people from Our Hen House, which is a blog, which is apparently a popular vegan blog, which I, I never read. T. Colin Campbell, famous from the China study. Kathy Freston, famous from like advocating veganism on Oprah all the time. And Nathan Runkle, super effective activist from Mercy for Animals. This is like a stellar panel. Like there's basically, like I feel like Scott Jurek and Prince would be the only like more impressive vegans that you could get up there,
2: in my opinion.
0: Those are are still the two that I would love to see up there. Anyway. um, We'll get to them. We'll get to them. the, uh, the police actually put did something that I thought was sort of interesting. They, they uh, Via Twitter, they posted um, surveillance photos of somebody who robbed a handicapped guy outside of Holy Farms. So yes. I never saw them post surveillance photos on Twitter before. They were pretty good photos, too. They were amazingly good photos. I'm surprised they haven't caught the guy. <laughs> like, it's really <laughs> clear. It's like, a photo, You know how clear it is? is, this, is, clear? is it it's as clear as this image right here. Not me, It's mean, but easily yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> that good. It was a weird story, too. Like, he robbed this guy, this handicapped guy, who had a wallet hanging around his neck, and there's nothing in the wallet so like i don't know maybe he just thought it was a good wallet maybe he wasn't paying attention i don't know um this juggalo story we should probably talk about this juggalo story kind of have
1: to I mean, the
0: juggalo's in- this is spencer news but it's honestly i feel like i want to make this honorary worcester news do you know about juggalos these are you know the only you know insane clown posse y- yes yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> You're familiar with their you can't work, hide this. sure. Yes, right. if you live in Worcester. You know the case, like the Palladium. There's like this right. massive group of children dressed as clowns, who are like considered
1: it? by the FBI to be gang-like.
0: A gang-like, Not necessarily a gang-like, a semi-organized crime. <laughs> yeah. A disorganized syndicate. crime syndicate. Um, there's a story out of Spencer. You're gonna have to correct me because I didn't write the notes for this because I sort of didn't think we were gonna talk sure. about it. But I'm glad we are. Is a guy and Spencer. There's two people. Basically, one of them is like 20. One of them is like 16. But mm-hmm. they're both 16, as far as I can tell from the story. <laughs> and like this, if not younger. And like the 16 year old gets drunk, and the 20 year old tattoos the word Juggalo across. Yeah, it.
1: the way the story is written, it it, it sounds kind of like the 20 something plied the 16 the teenager with alcohol uh, to get him. Uh, Inebriated, so he could tattoo him (laughs) with uh, both a juggle, both juggalo across his chest. The word juggalo, and then some acronyms. I think one was for uh, camp kill Kill yourself, and there was another, another. uh, These
0: are all juggalo related things.
1: Actual tattoos. Actual tattoos, and but probably well, he misspelled it.
0: He misspelled the word juggalo, which is, first of all, genius. and then <laughs> on so many levels. And then he started demanding that the kid pay him money. He was extorting him <laughs>
1: for the the, the the terrible tattoo.
0: So school if I remember correctly, school officials became aware that one of their students was being harassed and threatened by this, again, like 20-year-old man, in, man and 16-year-old man in a 20-year-old's body. And the
1: crack investigative work that allowed for uh, you know, the charges to be filed were police noticed that the 20 something year old had similar tattoos and a house full of homemade you know amateur tattoo gear and whatnot but anyway
0: great these, story these guys are all on honor- honorarily worcester residents in my opinion i yeah, can't believe this is happening in spencer year. that's i don't you know i don't i don't condone this behavior but if it has to happen i want it to happen instead of worcester you know you could do, you could have driven a few miles guys come on we Let's get it we get a question for you scott yes by submitted via facebook uh, which is what do you think of
2: the swamp thing, or well, the original Roger Moore, Alan, or the Alan Adrian Moore. Uh, Alan Moore, or the Adrian Barbeau version <laughs> of the movie? I haven't seen. I haven't actually see... had the. I could say misfortune slash opportunity to see that Adrian Barbeau movie not terribly long ago. It's unbelievable, but I did like the uh, the the graphic novel. In fact, that's one of the few that uh, the Alan Moore. Yes, back, yes. I read them all. In fact, my wife read them all, which is odd because she's never read them. You know, she didn't read The Dark Knight, any of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just thought it was great fun. We thought he was really good, creative, very mm-hmm. interesting.
0: I'm right. Right now, I'm being led in a sort of a sort of a uh, informal. Um, I guess informal educational program in the Swamp thing, and I'm being coerced into reading them all in order. So I still have not gotten to the Alan Moore issues. So I'm sort yeah. of enjoying it, but I'm also sort of wondering, like, yeah, they're very, they're very creative.
2: Myself. They're very good. I mean, they're they're different from. I mean, you read books now. They're they're. I mean, good grief. People used to complain when I was a kid that Barbie was anatomically incorrect. She would yes. fall over and everything. There are characters in the comics now. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> Both yes. the men and the women. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. I could be in the gym 500 million years and I would never look like that. And you know, mm-hmm. uh, So it's a little more subdued. Yes you know sure. in in a, in a certain sense but it's but the story is very creative.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to reading the the Alan Moore ones. Anyway, I think I thought that was a great. I thought it was a funny question cuz I you're having been a something fan. Oh, you know what we got to talk about is we got to talk about this this stuff with the chief a little bit. We don't have to talk about it too much. Um, like I don't understand what it is. The police chief of Worcester, who has been, you know, many people have liked down through the years and many people have had problems down through the years, suddenly it just seems like there is this not Firestorm, but there's like actual rumblings of discontent with the chief. Yes. That we've had Jim Kirsten wrote a letter to the Telegram, mm-hmm. and he posted this online also, the longer version of this. Um, and there's been like all this stuff about the chief, it's like feuding personally. The police have been feuding with the Telegram, Gazette for a while. Like feuding personally with the Telegram via Twitter. I have to wonder if it's the Twitter thing that's the Stralberg Burger the Camel's Back. There's also this thing of them, like convert, was this the thing of them coercing a... Uh, yeah. Uh, a, a, a murder plea out of murder like confession out WBR of a teenager in the fall yeah yeah and I think sort of the poor handling of this. I mean it seems like there's like 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 stuff goes wrong in the police and the criticism seems to be that the police are just not dealing with the stuff that goes wrong in a reasonable way. And all then I, they're complaining about it on Twitter.
1: All I know is that the byproduct of all this seems to be some of the best uh, Twitter novelty accounts that the city of Worcester has ever seen. So we, and I'm not speaking of the Chief's actual account, but there are some novelty accounts that seem to be circulating around the Chief's actual account that are providing some of the best comic relief uh, an office dweller could possibly come across well, during the normal course of normal business hours.
0: Bizarro Luke's has been the great one, which is yes. which is the sort of, the sort of fond... Tribute slash parody of Connie Luke. And as impossible
1: as it may may seem, uh, we now have a not Chief Jim, uh, or not Chief 911, whatever yes. it is, uh, Twitter account, which is equally yes. just incredible. It's just well-written stuff. It, you know, it is good. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I would feel if somebody had a parody Twitter
0: account of me. I'm glad I'm going to I will go and create one tonight, just to see how, how it plays. But I have to say that these are at least, like, I don't know. There's definitely poking fun at these figures, but there's also a certain... Affection for them. It's at, least, at least Connie Luther has a great deal of affection for Connie Well, Lewis. absolutely. Yeah. Irrascible. I mean,
1: if, if these folks were not did not exist, uh, these these otherwise unknown comedians would have no, no 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 subject to to focus on. Well, anyway, God bless them all. It's a symbiotic relationship. We had to talk about this
0: thing with the with the with the chief. I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing is like the chief's contract. He's basically unfireable, and so it's not like. I don't know exactly. I mean, besides the city council calling for his resignation, and then him not resigning. It is an interesting contrast. If anyone
1: ha- ha- has not had the opportunity to see it, I mean, it, the language is pretty clear that uh, the actions that the city could take against the chief, and not not saying that they're trying to or that he's done anything, you know, that that yeah. whatever would, yeah. would, would would bring them to this point. But it's really all, all that can be done is demoting him to uh, his uh, previous civil service rank of captain
0: at full um, pay. Yeah essentially Th- this is one of these things which reminds me of like it's uh,
1: not great contract nego- no, that's, that's a great contract for the chief but yes. as someone who likes to think that the city of Worcester is doing an excellent job of representing me I would have to say on my behalf that that's, an, that's a really terrible contract you, you could I have
0: maybe into. driven a harder bargain than we can never yeah. fire you I haven't ever, bought ever. that
1: many cars in my lifetime but I like to think I made off better than the city of Worcester as a whole did with that particular contract
0: yeah, there you go there you go I'm interested to know what I haven't seen what well I guess Jim Kirsten called for the chief to resign Mm -hmm. which is something that could happen sure it kind of reminds me of like I saw this sort of asinine online poll which said should the city council investigate I think it was Pat's towing maybe Mm. Um, or something so should the city council investigate something and people were saying yes or no and there wasn't a question which is the city council can't investigate Invest- it. You know, can they can go to the library farm. and research. No. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> this isn't Congress that, you know, yes. they have a,
1: a, a department that's out there doing their research for them or yes. whatnot. Yes. We, we call that the committee. district attorney's office that does yes. those criminal investigations yes. on our behalf. And they seem to be doing a fine job of it. Yeah, that's one of those places that, I mean, not to get too deep on the pats, but I mean, Councilor Rushton, I think, did a fine job of, of uh, articulating that trying to cut that contract loose would cost us, cost us more actual capital than we could possibly gain in terms of moral high ground mm. uh, the two just if you balance them against one another it's the one of those things yeah i mean it's one of those unfortunate circumstances that will play itself out as a matter of law and, and will probably resolve itself the way most folks want naturally uh through you know, contracts expiring and, and the mm. legal system taking having its way there you go scott what else scott you got anything else hi <laughs> no, hey,
0: no, hey I, scott oh i i, I promise i would do this hey scott
2: <laughs> a little bit of uh, Bruce hey, Russellism, just a t- tip of the hat to Bruce. Hey Scott, <laughs> who is not who is not a runner, by the way. <laughs> no, he's against running also. But and I, I I like how you mentioned uh, Scott Jurek, a very famous runner, as one of your vegan yes. uh, vegan references. One of the great American ultra runners. Yes, you had to you had to give a little reference there. Well, I appreciate you you uh, especially giving a plug for that Foley Five K because it's a it's a decent cause and a nice race, and it's sandwiched between a lot of other races that are more established and really popular, like the uh, uh, the Jay Lions, which is a good race, the Firefighters race, another great race. In fact, three years ago when I first started running in Worcester, some of these races weren't being held, and I had to go to races in other towns. I said, gee, big city like Worcester, why aren't there races in Worcester all the time? Mm-hmm. Now there's the Celtic 5K, now the Firefighters is back as a yearly event, and Canal diggers This many... one sounds like a great time, too. Yeah. I'm
1: still hooked, stuck on the band. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, it, it has a lot of potential, and we'll,
2: of course, work some bugs out on it in the first year, but uh, the only thing a school race can't have, which some runners always grumble about, is you, you obviously can't have beer, <laughs> sure. ah. which, uh, although it always struck me very funny when I first started running, as I was trying to lose weight, you know, you go out, you run a 5k, you get mm-hmm. to the end, and there's pizza and beer. Yeah. It's a little bit of like, you take one step forward, two steps back, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, but anyway, this one's going to be a, 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 a lot of fun, and I think it'll be a real positive thing for the you know, for the city and for kids. Plus, with, the you know, all the concern about obesity, you need positive things that people will get mm-hmm. into voluntarily. And, you know, and get. And it's nice for the kids to be in an event that they're going to see parents and teachers and other people out there doing too. Mm. You know, kids that are in sports, they compete against each other, but they don't necessarily see the different age groups. So that's also going to be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, I'm not going to be able to run the marathon because I'm not going to be able to get it trained in time for the Worcester Marathon. But I'm, I'm going to do this fully race, even if I'm terrible. Uh, you you won't be terrible. I'm looking forward to the band, Brendan. I did nothing. Thank but you. seriously,
1: I want to know if I can be of assistance in terms of setting up shop on O'Lean Street for that oh, marathon. Me.
2: CMS will get you.
1: If not, I'm just going to put together a party and just you know. We'll, right we'll on go. the lawn, right yeah. on the lawn.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I can just see it. That's a good strip there, right? That's down beautiful, O'Lean's. yeah. yeah. That will be, people will be in heaven when they get there because they're almost on all the hills and yeah. it's slight downhill there. If they're just not feeling it, they
1: can quit pulling and, and the beer starts early. Put a red
2: cross right outside your house, cross, red crescent, whatever. I want, I want, to, then, see, <laughs> I want to
0: see somebody for style points swim across Cook's Pond as part of the marathon.
2: We'll make it a biathlon. A biathlon. <laughs> a, a little
0: rogue biathlon. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Scott Shaver Duffy, Brandon Malekin, I'm Mike Benedetti. This is 508. You can email us at pieandcoffee at gmail.com. Thank you for watching, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great time in Worcester.